0: Welcome to Behind the Backline, the podcast where we chat with merchants, brands, and industry professionals in the musical instrument, pro audio, and event technology space about their products, services, industry trends, stories, and more. Join us now as we dig into the stories behind our favorite Backline gear. Welcome to Episode 31 of Behind the Backline. My name is Matt Jacoby of Octave Media, and today is the first time we are using Facebook Live... And ironically, this is actually, when it airs, will be my one-year anniversary of this podcast.
1: That's cool. I thought you were going to say it's like the last time, too. (laughs) Uh, We'll we'll see how it goes. This
0: is my last guest ever. Uh.
1: (laughs) They shouldn't have brought me on. I I kill podcast shows.
0: And today I am talking with Jason Chance of Chance Productions right here in my backyard in Madison, Wisconsin. Thanks for joining me today, Jason. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Yeah, this will be fun. This is our first video version, and uh, I hope we don't botch it. That's what we're going for
1: here. We're going to botch it. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It makes us real people, right? Exactly. exactly. That's
0: why everyone tunes in in the first place. So
1: uh, let's get started by
0: let, having you uh, tell us a little about who you are.
1: Yeah, cool. Um, so I, I, I guess that could be really long but and, and painful, so we'll Let's just, just kind of get to how it <laughs> relates to Chance Productions. So um, Jason Chance, the owner of Chance Productions, we've been um, in business since 2004-ish, five, kind of late 2004, and um, got started in the event industry back in 99, um, and we've been going at it ever since. So brought the company here little over a year ago actually January 2018 and entered the new marketplace here and really just been going at it every day and doing our best to bring something new to the Madison area and we've been excited about it
0: cool yeah it was always kind of a little bit of confused I think with because I think uh, I've been told that um, you just started to back up like a year or two ago
1: but your website says over two decades so yeah I mean so. I haven't stopped we just really weren't pushing it uh the way it got started was i was actually a teacher came out of college and started that actually in late 2004 and uh, so it was more of a part-time gig Mm -hmm. but part-time quickly became like full-time outside of a full-time job and uh, we were doing over 100 events a year and decided to start bringing all sorts of different pieces to the puzzle when it came to uh, executing a full event Um, so you know we started on you know i was hosting events and. Uh, we'd have DJs, and we brought on photographers and videographers and photo booths and light techs, and uh, in came the uh, LED world with movers and all the fancy fun stuff that we like yes. to get our hands on and uh, <laughs> transform spaces with, and um, the sexy stuff is what we like to call it. Oh, I'm, and, I'm right uh, there with you. <laughs> yeah, you're sexy. Well, if I up, <laughs> do I shine like a light? I, I look... <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, anyway, so uh, yeah, we, we have a ton of fun in the industry. Um, I'm pretty entrepreneurial, so I've had my hands on a couple other things over the last, I'd say, like three years or so, and um, I guess four years. So this last year, we're about three years off. Um, this last year, my wife and I, after we got married, um, we had to sit down to decide, okay, let's do some vision planning. Where are we going? What do we want to do? And really, the conversation came down to, um, she told me, Jason, you need to follow your passion. She didn't put it so nicely. <laughs> she actually said to me, Jason. I didn't marry a stupid man, and right now you're being stupid. Is that and, the black guy? Uh, <laughs> no, that this is a different one. Uh, <laughs> the other one's gone away by now. But um, no, that's, that's really what it came down to. And she really—I mean, not that I needed permission, but it was great for her to verbally tell me, "Go 100 miles per hour at what you actually love to do." Awesome. It's good to have
0: a supportive spouse.
1: Yeah, hear that, honey? Thank you. <laughs> anyway, no, <it's> seriously, amazing. <laughs> um, and and without her, like I, I could. I could do this but having that you know financial backing with mm-hmm. you know the dual income and um not having some of the worries i had when i was doing it on my own is really great uh to have so and all yeah. that stuff will certainly
0: kill a regular full-time job you suddenly as you started to yeah. switch you're like well there's no room for my actual nine to five why, why bother
1: <laughs> right <laughs>
0: especially when that's not a passion it's e- easier to make that call
1: <laughs> yeah absolutely and you know uh, Alyssa, that's my wife and i like to joke that the reason i'm an entrepreneur Is actually because I make a horrible employee. Exactly.
0: You know what? And as I told you earlier, I can attest to that because I felt like every job I had before what I'm doing now, I was just awful at it. I was clashed with the owner or manager. I'm like, I'm not an
1: employee. Yeah, I'm really bad at taking direction. (laughs) Um, I thought what you were about to say is I can relate to that because I wouldn't want to work with you either, but I'm glad that was your answer instead. That was (laughs)
0: my plan B. (laughs) (laughs) I'm
1: like, I better be nice. (laughs)
0: Thanks. (laughs) Thanks. <laughs> hey, you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> so what's your background in all of this? I mean, why, why was it a passion? I mean, if you want to do a full-time job, where did all of this stuff come from to begin with?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. So um, accidentally uh-huh. is, is that's really good. like the whole answer, but <laughs> let me give you a little more detail on it. So uh, back in 99, uh, one of my best friends, Jason Leitner, um, he called me and told me he was a DJ. And I told him he's not. <laughs> Like, come on, man. You don't even listen to music. Oh, they're going to say you're jealous. (laughs) I I wasn't. Um, But it it intrigued me. I think I was like pushing 2% milk in a dairy department and doing some other things that I, of course, didn't love doing. But, you know, you need money. And uh, yeah, what's (laughs) that thing? Money to buy stuff, I guess. Trade, barter. Things. Yeah, things. Um, So, yeah, I mean, and I said, okay, well, prove it to me. And so they had an event, and he said, why don't you come over to the office after the event. We're tearing everything down. We'll put it back there. And I came there. It was actually true. And he had worked with a guy named Ryan Nelson, actually, Sound Productions. Um, They're still going at it. They do great work. They're in Rockford, Illinois. And um, I made it my mission to have him hire me. Um, if for no other reason then I didn't want to be a dairy man, mm. so like you don't I, cows, I, I mean, <laughs> cows might be cooler than what I did. Um, <laughs> like here's, here's your Dan and yogurt dude. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's really how I got in. Um, and quickly, uh, there, there were two, two events they would do roughly in, in an evening. Uh, Ryan, the owner put me in charge of one of the events, gave me a microphone, had me executing timelines and. Um, working with the DJs that we had. And sometimes I would do that DJ portion. And uh, part of that was lighting. And uh, the stuff that I gravitated toward was the new and different things that we could do to transform a space, whether that was with the energy inside a room through announcing, through the organization that we had to have, um, or whether that was the, the music and when we played it and the beats per minute and the volume and the familiarity and all the different things that came in. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's that's really the start, and that's how everything got going. And from there, um, it became a really great way to supplement income and in college and Still have time to study. I don't know how much studying I really did. I got through. C- C's get degrees. I don't know. Uh, they let you out. They, they let me out. That sounds awesome. That was my goal to, for them to let me out. Yeah, I, I, I spent entirely too long in college. I had a great time there. My dad calls me his doctor. Um, just you know how how long I was actually in the college years, but. No, it was, it was good. It was a great experience, learned a lot. And then when I got out, it was a great supplement starting that business to being a teacher. Summer's off, weekend's off, holiday's off, et cetera. Yeah. Um, and when you start teaching, you don't make a whole lot of money. I think my first salary was 28800 bucks. Uh, and uh, not that that's horrible, yeah. it just wasn't enough for me because I was trying to buy a house at the time. I did buy and I was pretty strapped for cash. So. I'm like, okay, well, it's time. Let's yeah. make this happen. And got it started with um, with the help of my grandma and my dad. Um, gave me a small loan. I think it was really small, like $2,000, <laughs> which to me felt like $100,000. Amazing. Um, venture ton, capitalist. Ton, ton, yeah, yeah. <laughs> didn't even want a percent. Um, I'm like, cool, no why, equity, all right. Why don't you want ownership of this? <laughs> yeah, they want nothing to do with that side of it. But it's really cool because I tried to pay them back, and they actually wouldn't take my cash. They were just like awesome. You're doing what you love. We can tell you you love it. And, um, the reaction of other people and how they react with you when you're doing this is really cool to see. And they were excited to do something for me, um, that really helped me in that way. So.
0: And that's the best part. I, I can attest that, you know, I've, I've made a decent salary in the past and if it's not fun, it's not worth it. Well, right. The passion is definitely primo.
1: It is, it (laughs) is, you know, um, Logan uh, and I, Logan works with me. Uh, we joke, we work tons of hours, especially in the busy season, but it doesn't feel like work because mm-hmm. we're doing the stuff that we like to do. And we'd probably be doing it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> we're just <laughs> fortunate enough to get paid to do it. Yeah. So, yeah. If
0: your hobby is what you're getting paid for, then you right. don't work a day in your life. Right? Right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, Logan always gets paid. I don't always get paid. So He
0: just happens to be
1: here <laughs> making the faces behind the camera. Turns out you got to pay the, your, your guys, but, uh, you know. Not necessarily yourself sometimes. That's yeah. the nature of a startup, right? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I I I hear you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so some are more successful <laughs> at that <death> than others.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. For
0: so sure. uh right now you you said you started it in uh the Rockford, Illinois area, right? I did. And uh you moved it up here. So, is, so what's what primarily is your the, the area that you serve right now? Is it primarily just Madison or
1: are you all over the state or region or um so we're 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 open to traveling. Okay. Um, we actually just booked an event in Moline. And uh, you know, the, I guess if we look at kind of the, the wheel, so to speak, with the spokes, uh, if Madison is that central hub for us, um, you know, the Dells, Milwaukee, Lake Geneva, Madison, that's a big part of what we do. Because we are out of Rockford and did a lot of work in Chicagoland as well. I did live in Chicago for a little bit and okay. run a the company there for a couple of years. Um, not that fun to do the work down, downtown, ah. <laughs> but as long as you're not in the loop <laughs> or lower Wacker drive, everything's pretty, pretty cool. But, um, you know, we'd actually just bid on an event, um, Chicago suburbs this last week. So, okay. uh, we're not, it's not outside of our realm, but I would say Madison is definitely where we want to be. And uh, really, if you just draw that circle around with those places, I, I just named that's, that's our bread and butter. Okay. Yeah. So do you get out um, towards the Mississippi
0: Valley too, that kind of area? Because you said, Lake Geneva is more this area. So it seems like it's more this side of Madison, but are you doing well, It's Well, it's
1: been, we, we've had requests in other areas, but um, it's been our intention to purposely create relationships mm-hmm. in areas where we could do multiple events. Okay. Um, and, and really part of that is the strategy around production. Um, so, you know, if you have just one... Um, job every you know fifty miles this way and eighty miles this way and whatever else it's a production nightmare, yeah, uh, but if you can send a crew to you know Lake Geneva and knock out three events and Milwaukee do three and and maybe you know a few in Madison and a couple in Lake Geneva over a weekend. That starts to make sense on how that can work. Sound a little bit like Amazon? You have a lot of
0: logistics involved <laughs> and drop shipping your employees and stuff. <laughs>
1: yeah, we we actually drop ship employees. We uh, if there's one drone. box you can get and if they fit in that one box, it's one flat rate. Uh, no, I don't uh, know, Logan. Do you enjoy <laughs>
0: flying by Amazon drone or uh?
1: <laughs> no? But that 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 is something that's really worked. The other thing that um, has been very helpful and one of the sticking points in this industry is. Um, how do you make money more than one day a week? Mm. Um, luckily, not all events are on Saturdays. Yeah. Corporate events happen during the week and the evenings. Um, but the other side of the table is when can you set up, when can you tear down? So we are constantly in our sales process when I work with our clients and figuring out how we can best help them. We are figuring out when we can get in. Some of our event spaces work with the most, we can get in any time during the week and tear down any time the next week. Well, that frees us up on that Saturday. Mm -hmm. We still have someone drop in just to make sure everything's good to go, check in with the key people. But that really allows us to do production uh, elsewhere and get set up in those mornings and uh, late nights and that type of thing. So there's really a lot that goes into the logistics of making it successful.
0: You're like selling more of the logistics manager versus getting to actually do any of the fun
1: stuff anymore. I wear all the hats. <laughs> You're the entrepreneur. And, of and it doesn't matter if I think it's fun right now, it just has to happen. And Son of a. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, the goal is obviously as we go uh, on over time to do a little bit more on the business, not as much in the business. But as you know, in, in the startup game, um, which even though we've been at this quite some time, we took a little bit of a break. Mm-hmm. We started a new city. I, I view this as a one year startup. We're just over one year in, and we've been hustling and um, it's a
0: startup in the music industry there's there's a double whammy
1: right yeah
0: <laughs> so oh one of the worst places you could start or, <laughs> no, or best or, I don't know. or well most fun but yeah. maybe the most difficult
1: <laughs> it, it is tough it's yeah. tough um one of the things we did is we we knew the key to our success in the past was creating relationships mm-hmm. and you know who are those key people you want to create relationships with well it's it's kind of the 80 20 principle um you know, 20% of the people that you work with produce about 80% of your results. Yep. And uh, you tend to just be a lot happier doing those things. And for us, because our goal is to transform spaces, um, the bigger an event is, the more opportunity we have to actually make that a reality. Mm-hmm. And we tend to end up working with those events with other people who have been doing it quite some time. And so the end result is just that much better. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there's so many people that come together for an event to yeah. make it a success and when you're working with the key planners that are really good and they're at the top of their game that allows you to be at the top of yours. Yeah. So that's, that's really what we're looking for. It
0: helps when you're not the only one pulling everyone else along, everyone yeah. knows what
1: they're doing and yeah.
0: Right. So what's your uh, favorite type of production or a style of, I mean, what what do you really throw
1: all of your creativity into? Yeah, that's, that's a good <laughs> question. It's, it's definitely when a planner, Comes to, it's, almost, it's almost always a planner. Occasionally it's a bride, but it's almost always a planner that comes to us and says, hey, we need this thing to be done. And um, no one else is actually willing to do this, but we heard you might. So it's a new area. People don't know us that well yet. We heard you might say yes. So that, that's kind of like how we got her in here. We heard Chance might say yes. Um, so like one of the good example, hey, will you build a teepee? Sure. I Have you ever built one before? No. <laughs> so we had to figure out, okay. How do you make a teepee? This is teepee structure and lighting on it and hanging from it and all around it and that type of thing. But um, where do you source these things? How do you assemble this? Is this realistic? How tall does it need to be? Mm -hmm. We end up with twenty-five foot tall teepee poles and the teepee shop. uh, Isn't it? I mean, well, kind of. Yeah, (laughs) it it was. Uh, But there's been a lot of things that way. Structures for floral ceilings, which that's something we might have been a little bit more involved in, you know, structures, trussing, that's not foreign to us. Yeah, TV polls, that was new. Mm -hmm. Um, But there's a lot of things that are brought to us and we have to figure out one, is this something that we think we can execute well? And two, is it something that, Really fits our vision and our niche and, and what we really want to focus on because often these things take a lot more time. Mm-hmm. There's the research side of it, the prep side of it, the setup, and then also the tear down that goes into it. And it takes a lot to make some of these things happen.
0: Yeah. I can imagine that's, I mean, yeah, well, probably half your job is just research. The, the idea is the, the easiest part. Yes. And then,
1: the you know, I, I, have a, <laughs> I have a business coach. Um, and uh, he constantly talks to me about where I'm spending my time mm-hmm. And uh, he wants me to spend less on research until I actually <laughs> nail down, you know, is this something we're going forward with? But you know I always push back, well, how do we know if we're going forward with it if we haven't done all the research? Yeah uh, So there's a fine line in there because it can consume like you know an entire week really, because there's so many key elements that come from some of the stuff that we get involved in. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: so who are the, the people you thrive the best with I mean like you said you work with planners the most but um, uh, when it comes to the, the t- different types of events that you work mm-hmm. with which events are
1: easier than others well e- so we, we get a lot of custom stuff and then after you've done it once mm-hmm. we like to make it a skew on the shelf so to speak got it so once we've done that now that becomes easier second, time, right And. And then once our crew or our guys have come out and we've done this thing, I don't necessarily have to be involved in that next part, putting it in place because they know what's going on, and I'm able to focus my time on that next custom, uh, customized solution or gotcha. design or whatever that may be. Now I have to ask, is that how the um, –
0: uh, I won't say it's an obsession, but it seems like you enjoy your chandeliers quite a bit. Is that where they came from?
1: <laughs> it, yeah. I, well, I love <laughs> – I love the shandies. <laughs> I was um, like, there's
0: a lot of slang for a chandelier on this Instagram post. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I, yeah, we, we love chandeliers. And actually, um, I've always been drawn to just like the crystal and some of that. And uh, when you, um, I guess I spend a lot of time on Instagram for the images. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm really particular with what comes through my feed. And I'm constantly saving images. And when you look at a complete picture of what an event space is like those are some of the pieces that are statement pieces and i think are really cool Um, so some of our av partners um, in the rockford area and chicago area have some of these chandeliers as well and um, that's how we actually got to work with chandeliers first um, my cousin's company actually out of of rockford Um, he introduced us to some of this and um, that's really how we got uh, Maybe the confidence, I would say, okay. <laughs> um, to take on a chandelier and order it because you have to assemble these things and wire them. And uh, there's thousands uh, when you get through all the chandeliers of crystals that individually have to get put on. And, oh, you had to build um, it. Build it. Oh. Yeah.
0: Well, they're, they're all beautiful, and I'm glad that you um – Built the crates for them to go in, so you didn't have to assemble them every week. <laughs>
1: full, full full disclosure, my my dad. Oh, uh, here's
0: where he came back with re- a
1: retired carpenter <laughs> uh, and slightly restless, the, and and my mom's pretty creative as well. So. Um, they like helping with some of these projects. Got it. Um, they actually, when, when I brought some of them to uh, our warehouse here in Madison to work on, uh, I had to explain to my mom why she wasn't involved on that next build uh, because <laughs> she thought that you know, was something that I should definitely have her do with me. She was just a given. I mean, why, oh, yeah. why is she not involved? I mean, come on. She's like, Jason, I do the crystals. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Yeah, that's cool. But yeah, no, that, that's really what got us in. And um, we have a variety of other lighting that we consistently get asked to do and um, it's usually the planners once again that have a vision and uh, really our our process is understanding the vision understanding the budget and then figuring out how we can add as much value as possible
0: awesome now i probably wouldn't make sense to ask this question now because it probably shines through in all of the responses you've given but like you know what's it like to be working with i mean you get to live just like the the kids dream of having a job that's all imagination and creative focused. And like, there's no corporate job. That's that fun.
1: That's true. Except I (laughs) currently have to do all the stuff that I don't think is that fun. And there's the research that isn't the imagination part. that and the books and (laughs) payroll. And luckily my wife, Alyssa takes a lot of that off my plate. And, um, we have some people that do help with bookkeeping and do help, you know, with some of that other stuff. But, um, you know, as we grow, uh, we look to hire another key person this year in that category, um, as well as, uh, we have quite a few people to hire on the production side this year as well. Cool. Um, uh, so yes, uh, at a certain <laughs> point, uh, when the majority of what I do is get to work on the vision of the event, but also the vision of the company and, uh, really the culture and the community that we're creating inside the walls of chance production, as well as the people that we affect on a daily basis. Um, that's the exciting stuff. Um, whether or not our P and L is on track, I, I need to know that of course. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I, I am inclined sometimes to maybe want to buy that fancy, you know, whatever it is in AV, A whether fourth it's chandelier, or not. Yeah, <laughs> mo- moving head beams and spotlights and, you know, ellipsoidals and, uh, light up dance floor. I don't know, yeah. whatever it is that comes at us, but the, mm. uh, or that, or that next cool chair, but exactly. Yeah. So.
0: So how many employees are you up to right now? Uh,
1: so we have one full-time salaried employee, which is awesome. <laughs> and, and outside of that, we really rely on our independent contractors and our AV partners. Okay. Uh, we, you know, seasonally, we'll, we pick up people that are part-time and they come help on production and that type of thing, but they're not our leads. Um, And they are not doing typically our skilled work. Um, So with every event that we have, it's a little bit different. Everybody needs uh, somebody with a little bit different skill set, whether it's more of a corporate event where there's trussing and rigging and moving headlights and uh, DMX operating systems and that sort of thing. Um, That's obviously not the person you're going to pull from UW-Madison on their summers Mm -hmm. off. Uh, It could be, but it's probably not. And so those people come in and they work with us side by side and they do more of our decor style lighting, which may be something as simple as not that it's simple, but for yeah. what we do, it's simple, <laughs> like setting up the custom structures for cafe lighting and that type of thing over the top of a space for maybe outdoor cocktails and, and that type of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: yeah, I saw on Instagram your. Um <clears throat> The uh, I feel th- like you were setting up the convention center in the Dells for kind of like a demo purpose, or was that actually an event? Uh,
1: that was for demo. Okay. And so actually our strategy coming in um, was first identify who we want to work with. Second, of course, meet those people. Mm-hmm. So we walked through over 60 event spaces in the first two months. Wow. And through that, we then simply invited people to allow us to come in and do lighting in their space and show them what we can do. And uh, that helped us to create some great relationships. They were able to use photos for their marketing purposes. We were able to use photos for our marketing purposes. Mm -hmm. And then they were able to show their clients some of the work inside their actual space. And then over time, working with those vendors or venues or planners, we've been able to create specific menus for venues we work most often. And so now it makes that sales process so much easier uh, where the person that runs the space is able to make it much easier for whoever their client is to see what's possible Mm -hmm. and then we can come in and execute and give a few more ideas of depending on what their goal is for their function to make things work the way they want them to work that that sounds like a win-win for everybody it is that's great absolutely is
0: i never thought about that but you got you've done all the research you've done all the logistics you got that down
1: (laughs) (laughs) in in year or not year in month one and two coming here last year we were some of those sleepless nights. It was you know? the opposite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my, You know, my wife said I didn't marry a dumb guy. And I thought, was this the smartest thing to do? And, but it, you know. She put a really big,
0: <laughs> set the bar high for me to keep thinking now. <laughs> yeah. No, it, it,
1: it's all been worth it. <clears throat> Good. Uh, we're on the right side of things. Profitable in year one. Um, awesome. And that's that's really, it's a blessing, you know. Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Um, So uh, I think
0: this was the one question you were slightly worried about. Uh-oh. What do you got for me? Out of everything you've done, what was your crowning achievement to date? Well, I got married.
1: Ooh. <laughs> good answer for Alyssa's. I just thought of that. I'm like, I think my <laughs> wife's watching. I got married. <laughs> Hi, wife. Yeah. Hey, Alyssa. And we actually have a little one on the way. Um, Congratulations. Is, thank you. Super exciting. June 3rd. Um, that's right at Memorial Day weekend, so I'm hoping the baby doesn't come early because that's probably production happening right oh. then and you're going to
0: be lighting up the delivery room
1: (laughs) (laughs) absolutely yeah Um, we we've had some really amazing events um there's an event this last year we did it was um, a a really just awesome high-end luxury style wedding and we call it the kanye wedding because um, kanye's wedding had a lot of the i guess vision images that we looked at when we were putting the design in we actually came in late in the game um there's uh a planner named uh jamie galanos and uh they're working in conjunction with a daffodil parker here who uh, they're all amazing at event essentials too and we were brought in initially to build some structures for the floral ceiling and the entranceway, which is um what was it 28 feet long 10 feet wide all baby's breath and then floral wall behind the head table and um, trussing over the dance floor hanging a floral chandelier and we had over 100 lights dmx with moving head spotlights out in the golf course and it was really pretty wild Uh, we had to work through the night to get everything done and wow um, i think over the course of the entire weekend i slept and uh, logan slept like four hours and the other guys we had with barely slept too because it's just what it took to get it done um so That was pretty amazing from start to finish, all the planning meetings that took place. And um, it was the time crunch of it Mm -hmm. more than anything. And just knowing like we can't start till 10 PM and we have till 6 uh, PM the next day to get everything in line. And and you'd have to see photos um, of what actually happened. Uh, Daffodil Parker blew my mind. Um, Local company, if you're looking for floral, there's really not a better option. Um, they're insanely talented with everything that they do.
0: I, uh, I feel like that earned a quote from Kanye for me, but I don't have anything to give you in terms of like kudos.
1: (laughs) I don't know much about Kanye. I should, (laughs) right. Um, (laughs) he's a rapper. He's a rapper.
0: (laughs) Wait a minute. This is a music podcast. Why do I not know more about it? I I
1: should know more. I suppose.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um, so every business that you work with has its pros and cons mm-hmm. you know um, what what are some of the things that have come out of that that you're passionate about what types of things could you um, you wish you could improve on or maybe' things you weren't doing at all you know what are some of the requests people bring that like I don't want to do that
1: anymore or like I prefer to do more of this because this is yeah I'm, I'm gonna put a spin on that okay because uh, one of the things that I've been working on recently is actually my own personal ideal calendar okay and, uh, and often in business people talk about, Managing people, and you know, one of the things I've been thinking about, and um, just reading, listening to podcasts too, and this topic comes up once in a while, but not usually in this direction, which is the toughest person to manage is often yourself. Mm -hmm. And if you think about it, if you had an employee and they said to you all the things you say to yourself, you'd fire that person in a heartbeat, right? And, uh, you know, if you think about how much time that you might personally waste on Facebook or whatever else, if you had an employee that did that, you'd fire them too. Mm-hmm. And there's, so there's so many different things that managing yourself and what you say yes to and what you say no to and what you're involved in and the people that you surround yourself with um, because, you know, the birds, birds of a feather, everybody has their different way of saying it, the five people you surround yourself with, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But it's true. Um, you will think the way the people do who you surround yourself with. Mm-hmm. So where are you spending your time? What are you saying no to? Are you doing the things that you actually have told yourself you value? And I really think that when I focus on myself and I make myself the best person I can be, my company is affected by that and the people that we work with are affected by that. And I think one of the number one reasons people work with us is our passion. We care mm-hmm. and in our industry i didn't know when we first got in this would be the deciding factor but we just happen to care more than other people yeah. and we're willing to do the things other people aren't willing to do that
0: happens more than you think and
1: <laughs> right and you know all the people that work with us if you're going to work with chance productions the number one thing you need to be is kind and you need to care and if you aren't if you've never been in the industry before that's okay we'll teach you the other things you need to know but you need to be a good person first uh, because our culture is the most important thing to us Um,
0: kudos to your wife because that was a smart man answer
1: (laughs) she's been working on me
0: (laughs) she's over there sending comments like sending you notes on how to respond to these
1: i'm just gonna guess we have no comments and maybe two people watching but hey that's okay that's what the one we have one person watching that's what the replays for oh well hello to our one person thanks so much
0: (laughs) just so you know the audio versions usually get a lot more listens later
1: okay sweet (laughs) you can edit but we
0: still love these people that are watching (laughs) person
1: person Uh, ah person thank you ah person
0: (laughs) awesome well before we uh, sign off I give you a chance to plug the website your social you know
1: find out where people can learn more about you yeah cool Um, just come over no I'm kidding Uh,
0: (laughs) (laughs) we're downtown right now
1: yeah 30 West Mifflin Uh, (laughs) it's uh, chanceproductions.net also I think we're at chanceproevents on Instagram And uh, Jason at net. if you want to send me, I don't know, hate email, love email. Spam. (laughs) Don't send me spam. I get enough of that stuff. Do you need health insurance? No, we don't. Uh, I thought you you were talking about the meat after working
0: in the grocery store.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, all that type of stuff, right? (laughs) Um, No, really cool. We appreciate it. Check us out. Please. And, um, you know, if you have any sort of event needs or even just questions, we have spent a lot of time in this industry. And if we don't do it, we probably know someone that can help you with whatever goal it is that you do have.
0: Well, thank you for joining me. This has been awesome. Uh, I'm glad to put a spotlight on the small guys. And uh, hopefully you get bigger, of course.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I got married and I've been getting bigger. So I'm actually working on getting smaller at at this point. But my da- my dad jokes are getting better as my body forms yes. to meet those. Uh- <laughs> hey kids, pull my finger! No, no, no. oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's maybe the grandpa jokes. That's yeah, uh,
0: that's that's the next generation.
1: <laughs> We're supposed to know when to cut it, right? Is this is now the time? <laughs> Now's the
0: time.
1: <laughs> All right, awesome. Thank you for
0: listening to Behind the Backline, brought to you by Octave Media, an inbound marketing agency focused on helping music merchants develop an automated solution to increase website sales. You can find Octave Media at www.octave.media. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast in iTunes or Google Play Music to learn more about great products and companies in the musical instrument, pro audio, and event technology space, and be sure to leave a review to let us know what you thought of this episode. We encourage you to share us with your friends and colleagues via social media, and we'll see you next time. Take care. Hey guys, Matt here from Behind the Backline. I recently released a free on-demand training called Three Steps to Drumming Up More Website Sales. During the nine-minute video, you'll learn the secrets to streamline your brand's image and dramatically increase your website sales. If you're a music brand or a retailer and you want to increase your website sales, go to octave.media slash drum offer today. That's octave.media slash drum offer. And thanks for listening to Behind the Backline.